0: Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host Derek Stevenson. And I need to figure out what's up with Kyrie Irving and this toxic relationship he has with the Boston Celtics fan. And I'm sure everybody probably watched uh, Game One of the playoffs this year, and there was a lot of back and forth between Kyrie Irving and the fans. He ended up getting fined because he was flipping them the bird um you know they were trolling him the whole game yelling Kyrie sucks and it seemed like they was uh throwing some fuel on the fire because Kyrie was torching them to be honest with you I mean if we really being realistic they uh they might have lit a fire in Kyrie's belly and uh he was showing them what's up man he uh he was getting major buckets and if it wasn't for the Celtics double-teaming him at the end of the game. He probably would have beat them in game one. Kevin Durant was playing horrible, but Kyrie Irving did not disappoint he came to play. He was uh, pretty much unstoppable. And tonight, I can't wait to see um if he carries it in the game too. But the thing that is confusing to me is why there's this even weird dynamic between him and the fans to begin with because he only played two seasons for Boston. And they feel, or they're, they're behaving in a way that makes me feel like they're extremely hurt that he decided to leave the Celtics uh organization and move on to Brooklyn. And at this point, he's been in Brooklyn longer than he was in Boston, and they just can't seem to let it go. It's just always constant chirping. But the weird thing about it is, like, you can even find, like, pictures of this on the internet, it'd be fans holding up signs that says Kyrie Irving sucks while they're wearing like Kyrie Irving jerseys and Kyrie Irving t-shirts. And I know there was been, you know, there's a whole list, like a laundry list of all-time great players that played for the Celtics. So I get that they're used to, when they get these certain guys, these certain guys usually bring them championships. You know, the last several stars that they've had, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, they brought them a championship. Then, you know, the group before that with Bird and Parrish and McHale, and then, you know, even further back with Bill Russell and all of those boys, Havlicek and everybody else. So I understand that they used to winning championships when they have elite-level players, and Kyrie might be the only one that's ever let Boston down in that regard. But he just really wasn't there long enough. So I really don't understand what the like attachment is with him and that uh, organization. It just kind of seems like they should have moved on by now. But for whatever reason, they haven't. And it ended up costing Kyrie a little money because you know he's hitting shots he's running down the court flipping the bird then he's standing on the sidelines he's flipping the bird behind his hand behind his head to the fans and uh, um you know whenever they're asking him about it in the press conference he's just saying like it's only so much I can take as a competitor and but he but he keeps claiming it's not hostile which i believe in. like i don't necessarily think it's hostile like i think what he was doing it's entertaining to a certain degree. Like you uh going back and forth with the fans. I think a lot of fans love that. Like me personally, if I was at, let's say if I was a sitting courtside at a UK versus Louisville basketball game, right? Obviously I hate Louisville. So if I was able to get a player's attention and he interacted with me, I would enjoy that actually, especially um uh, if we won, you know what I'm saying like i would I would like uh for instance, I'll give you an example, Kim Noah, right, when he played in Florida, Florida actually was better than Kentucky, and he used to always do his little gator chomp, and I used to couldn't stand him for that, but it was just all in fun, right? It's not personal. He's just trolling Kentucky fans like he's standing up doing his chomp or whatever. And fans are booing and fans are constantly yelling, he sucks and whatever. And uh, I think that's just a part of the nature of the game. Um, And I don't think it's really harmful either way. Now, when Kyrie was walking into the locker room and one of the fans said something to him and he turned around and told him, suck my, you know what? that might be going a little too far right but that also wasn't you know while the game was being played that was off the court so at that point I don't know maybe you don't hold Kyrie responsible for that because at that point the game is over he's done his job he's he's no longer entertaining the fans right he's in his personal space at that point right and I do think that the athletes need to be protected from that type of stuff after the game is over. But while the game is going on, I don't see a problem with it as long as it's not personal, right? Like, for instance, whenever uh, LeBron James had to have a fan removed, the rumor was, you know, one of the fans had said something like he hopes Bronny dies in a car accident. That's taking it too far, in my opinion, right? Like, don't bring somebody's family member into it. Don't talk about somebody's wife or somebody's children. Like, just talk about, you know, things that pertain to the sport, right? So, talk about LeBron James, you know, if he missed some free throws or if he have a costly turnover or if he's getting cooked on defense, you know, keep it within the realms of the sport, and I'm fine with it, and... Kyrie Irving, you know, flipping a little bird here or there, that's not really a big deal to me. I think it's fun to troll the fans. If I actually was good enough to be a professional athlete, I would probably play back and forth with the fans a lot because, you know, you're still creating a very, like, memorable situation for most fans, right? Like, all of those fans, they might hate Kyrie Irving's guts, But they're gonna go home and talk about that to their family, and they're gonna tell the stories to their kids and their grandkids. Like, yeah, I was at the game, and you know, me and and you know, they're gonna hype it up and even over exaggerate it. They're gonna be like, yeah, and I was saying this to Kyrie, and he did this to me, and they're gonna make it seem like it was really personal between them two, even when it's not. Neither one of these people know each other. They probably, you know, Kyrie probably wouldn't recognize any of these people if he walked right past them in the street, and. I think it kind of sucks that he had to get fined for it. And I'm really actually really interested to see what happens tonight, right? In game number two, is he going to just ignore it? Is he going to just say, you know, the hell with it and, you know, take another fine. And unfortunately, I think he's probably going to just have to ignore it because at the end of the day, you don't want to just keep throwing away money, right? You know, one time, it might be worth it, you know, just to send a little message. Like, I hear y'all, I'm about to torch y'all, and y'all going to have to take this L. Even though he didn't end up getting the W, he took the L. But, um, you know, he's probably, unfortunately, he's going to have to be quiet tonight. And we'll see. You know, Kyrie Irving has a lot of money, and um, he probably would be okay losing a little bit here and there. It's probably not going to hurt him. You know what I mean? Um, But at the end of the day, he's probably got his limits too on how much of his money he's willing to waste going back and forth with some fans. But me personally, man, I, I love the back and forth. I think um, it's always been a part of sports, right? And, not to go left, but uh you know a, a little while back, you know uh, Naomi Osaka had a situation where she was getting trolled by a, a female fan was yelling that she sucked and it was really annoying her to the point where she wanted to take the microphone and address the fans and I think sometimes man you just gotta embrace it and have fun with it. um you could be the greatest person on the face of the earth. But if you're a rival opponent, they're just not going to like you. You know, I have no personal, uh, you know, hatred or any negative feelings towards any athlete that's ever played for Louisville, right? But just me being a Kentucky guy, I have to go against them, right? Like, I can't really necessarily be supportive of them, especially not while they're at Louisville. Like, and, you know, maybe once they move on or whatever, you know, it's not really that serious. But um, when you're an opposing athlete, the, you know, the rival fans or, you know, whatever the case may be, they're not going to like you and they're going to troll you, man. And that's, I think you should just embrace it, man. I think you should have fun with them, tease them back. Especially if you're a high-caliber athlete, because most high-caliber athletes can live up to that. Like, Naomi Osaka is good enough to just bust somebody's ass and turn around to the heckler and be like, who sucks? You know, Kyrie Irving is that good. Boston uh, Celtics fans can say whatever they want, but they can't take away from the fact that he's probably at least one of the top three best players in that series depending on if you think, you know, he's better than Kevin Durant or Tatum or Jalen Brown. But at the end of the day, he's one of the top players in that series, and no amount of heckling uh, is going to ever take that away from him. And I just like to see that. I like the real super competitive nature of sports. And as long as nobody's physically violating anybody, nobody's making it extra personal – If it's just about the sport, if it's about the game in that moment, I'm all for it, man. But, you know, some people just don't see it that way. So, you know, you let me know. What do you think? Do you think Kyrie Irving was out of line? Do you think the fans uh, need to be held more accountable for what they say? Or do you just like it the same way I do, man? Let me know and we'll get back at it. Sports and Discourse, Derek Stevenson.